Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. Oh, man, Tony Bobulinski is speaking big time. That's Hunter Biden's former business partner, Tony Bobulinski, by the way, who's saying, bottom line is this, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden enabled the uh, selling of the United States of America to our most dangerous adversaries in the world, including China, Russia, and more. Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here today. It is Tuesday, a snowy Tuesday. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Yeah, so remember yesterday on the show I was telling you that the White House can't have it both ways. On the one hand, they're slamming the special counsel report and they're saying, come on, this is mean. You're not a doctor. You don't know that Biden is losing his mind. He's sharp. All right. He's sharp. At the same time, they go, um, and we're, but we're not going to give you the transcripts. We're not going to release anything. We're not going to give you any details. We're going to give you nothing. So they want to have it both ways. They want to, they want to use the excuse that Biden is a feeble old man who forgets things to cover up for the corruption. And then at the same time, they don't want you thinking he's a feeble old man. So that's why they're not going to release the transcripts. So they're trying to have it both ways, and it's not working for them. Because the bottom line is that all those classified documents that the special counsel's report on, uh, shared with everybody shows that Biden had those documents and was using them Oh, just about the same time that Hunter was making all this money in Ukraine. And Hunter's an idiot, obviously. So there's no way Hunter was able to give a briefing on Ukrainian national security policies. And there's no way he was able to talk about Ukrainian energy prospects without getting that information from somebody. And the information he got it from was his dad, because they briefed his dad in advance of his meeting with the president of Ukraine at the time. So all those classified documents that were in Joe Biden's possession— most likely Hunter had eyeballs on them at some point, maybe other things on them besides just his eyeballs. But anyway, uh, but they're saying that Biden's just a feeble old man. So don't worry about it. All right. Don't worry about it and don't even think about it and just just move on. OK, just move on from all that. But at the same time, you're not going to get any transcripts and you're not going to see anything. So we're not going to share anything with you. It's kind of like Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley exposed herself once again by saying that Russia's never attacked a single NATO country as everybody's piling on Trump about his comments about NATO. And she said, Russia's never attacked a single NATO country before. Okay, well then, if that's the case, then 
doesn't that kind of take away your entire argument that Trump's going to that? I mean, Putin's going to win in Ukraine and then roll into Europe and take over Europe because they're all NATO members and they're not paying their dues, but they're NATO members. So isn't isn't your point then a, a moot point? If Putin's never attacked a NATO country, and that's Nikki Haley's argument of why we have to stand with NATO, even if the members don't pay. Well, then what are you worried about? He's just going to end at Ukraine. He's not going to go into NATO. As you said it yourself, he's never attacked a NATO country before. So talk about that. Obviously, the uh, the big news that broke this morning was that the United States Senate passed the $95 billion foreign aid package to Ukraine and to Taiwan and to Israel. $95 billion dollars. And, of course, now, if you were against it, it's because you want Putin to win, you're pro-Putin, blah, 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 blah. And Rand Paul said it best when he said, this is a giant middle finger to everybody in the United States of America. A giant middle finger. But let's begin with the opening statement by Mr. Anthony Bobolinsky. Transcribed interview before the Committee on Oversight and Accountability, United States House of Representatives, Committee on the Judiciary, February 13th, 2024. Hot off the presses. Chairman, ranking members, and members of Congress, thank you for the opportunity to speak with you. I'm happy that the American people will finally hear the facts and evidence that I've been trying to outline for over four years, all backed up and supported by emails, texts, documents, records, pictures, and other evidence. The facts we are going to discuss today are important for America's national security, and I can only hope that everyone in this room And all representatives and officers of the U.S. government take them seriously. My name is Tony Bubalinski. I'm a proud American citizen who has honorably served in the United States in several capacities. For over six years, I was an officer in the United States Navy's elite naval nuclear power training command as a decorated master training specialist instructor. I later served as the command's chief technology officer where I held a Q security clearance from the Department of Energy and from the National Security Agency. When I left there, I was the number one ranked direct input officer in the entire command in my final Navy fitness report. I'm here today out of duty to God and country in a nonpartisan manner with only one party in mind. The party I serve with honor and gratitude, the United States of America. Well, I've made a few campaign contributions over the years to Democrats, such as Congressman Ro Khanna, a member of the Oversight Committee. I'm not a political person. I come from a family with a long history of distinguished service in our nation's military. I grew up the son of a career naval officer whom I love dearly. And he goes on to say that I share all this because they are through the lens which I view this exceptional country and my responsibilities. And for nearly four years, I've tried to tell the American people the truth about serious corruption at the very top of the government. In return, I've been falsely accused of being a purveyor of Russian disinformation and a political surrogate. My continuous efforts to inform the American people of the facts have been actively suppressed by both the United States government and the so-called mainstream media. I want to be crystal clear from my direct personal experience and what I have subsequently come to learn. It is clear to me that Joe Biden was the brand being sold by the Biden family, his family's foreign influence peddling operation from China to Ukraine and elsewhere, sold out to foreign actors who were seeking to gain influence and access to Joe Biden and the United States government. Joe Biden was more than a participant in and beneficiary of the family's business. He was an enabler, despite being buffered by a complex scheme to maintain plausible deniability. The only reason 
any of these international business transactions took place with tens of millions of dollars flowing directly to the Biden family was because Joe Biden was in high office. The Biden family business was Joe Biden, period. Other key players have made this point clear as well. Under Biden himself has adamantly stated in a variety of communications, as did another Biden family business associate, Devin Archer, in his testimony last year. Foreign nationals on the other side of these transactions, including from China, Ukraine, Romania, have also explained how and why these transactions took place. Once again, I would call that extensive evidence. The Chinese Communist Party, through its surrogate China Energy Company Limited, successfully sought to infiltrate and compromise Joe Biden and the Obama-Biden White House. Process started in the fourth quarter of 2015 and continued through when Joe Biden left office in January 2017 to March of 2018, when the chairman was detained for corruption in China, never to be seen again. On October 21, 2015, Joe Biden announced that he would not seek the presidency in 2016. It is not a coincidence that CEFC's aggressive approach to the Biden family happened around the same time. It is also not a coincidence that the Chinese energy company used the Biden family's weakest link, Hunter Biden, and the promise of large sums of money to the tunes of millions of dollars and eventually the profits from investing billions of dollars in the United States and around the world. Joe Biden was aware. He knew about the Chinese Communist Party's infiltration. Joe Biden knew about that. Joe Biden's immediate family members were enriched to the tune of tens of millions of dollars from some of our most dangerous adversaries, including the Chinese Communist Party and players from Russia, Ukraine, Romania, Kazakhstan and other foreign nations and entities. It is my educated belief, dating back to Q clearance briefings I received in the Navy and continuing through recent discussions with experts that under U.S. corruption laws, political office holders can be held as responsible as the immediate family members who are receiving money directly. This makes common sense, and Americans understand this. The Biden family, Joe, Joe's son Hunter and his brother Jim, knowingly and aggressively defrauded me, tried to f- frame Tony Bobolinsky. And he says, United States law enforcement appears to have been singularly unwilling to speak with me or hear the facts that I will be discussing today. And he goes on to say, it's very crystal clear that the Biden family is corrupt. Oof, not good. He's been trying to tell the American people, trying to tell the American people the truth about the Bidens, and they just won't let him speak. And they also, the law enforcement, if you can call it that, I mean, it's the the police state in this country. They don't want to hear from him because obviously that would implicate the president. So you're left to the House Republicans to do it themselves. And the Biden family corruption goes back a very long time. I mean, it goes back to before Joe Biden was ever vice president. Joe Biden was a senator in Delaware, and he was enriching his relatives. But the Biden family business was Joe Biden, period. That's it. That was it. And he also said it's very curious there was no effort by David Weiss on the Department of Justice to even sit down with this career former naval officer. They wouldn't even talk to him. That's what he's saying. They wouldn't even talk to Tony Bobolinsky. Turned over his phones, turned everything over to the government. They did nothing. Gave it all the FBI. They did nothing. They did nothing with it. And he corroborated everything with emails. He had WhatsApp chats. He had emails, documents. He had evidence. Evidence the American people could see for themselves. But nobody cared because it was October of 2020. It was an election year.
And we were about to be played in a big, big way by the kind-hearted old man in the basement who never wanted to go outside and get COVID or give COVID to anybody, so he hid in his basement. And when all this came out, when the Hunter Biden laptop story came out, when Tony Bobulinski started speaking, everybody told you it was Russian disinformation. The corporate media, big tech, the government, the unholy triad, they did their thing, and they convinced you and convinced everybody that, yes, this was Russian disinformation. Well, maybe they didn't convince you because you're smart. And we know now that it was all true. We know now that the Hunter Biden laptop was real. I mean, we knew then. Tony Bobulinski's testimony today was apparently blistering on Capitol Hill. Blistering. And the other thing about this, too, is that for all these years that Joe Biden has been trying to pretend like he's not corrupt, everybody's known about his corruption. But they hit it in 2020 because they had to beat Donald Trump no matter what. They had to do it. They had to do it. Tony Bobulinski had text messages that prove that he met Joe Biden in May 2017, twice before he left the vice presidency. So they had to do whatever they had to do to get rid of Trump. And that meant that making sure that Joe Biden would win. They had to make sure of that. So they had to bury all this. Problem, though, now is that they know Joe Biden's going to lose. So now all this stuff is coming to the surface. And the question is, what do they do with it? What do they do with it? You know, as the impeachment starts to heat up of Joe Biden and all this comes out, the, the question you got to ask yourself is, is it is it now when the Democrats begin to pounce and get rid of this guy? Because don't forget who gets implicated in all this is Barack Obama. I mean, this was his White House. This happened on his watch. It was his White House. It was his vice president selling out the White House for access to Ukraine and China and everything else. It was him doing all these things. So I guess the question then becomes, did Joe Biden, I mean, what, did Barack Obama know about this? Is that is that why he told him not to run? Is that why they chose Hillary Clinton over Joe Biden? And then in 2020, they had no choice because they knew Hillary Clinton would lose. And they figured, all right, Biden's old and he's feeble and there's no evidence coming out. And we can just we can just we can just move forward with this, you know, make everybody vote from home, lockdowns and, and we'll kind old man in the basement. No more mean tweets. And that's the end of it. Problem, though, is that all this now is coming out, and as all this comes out, you can't hide Joe Biden in the basement anymore. Now, look, maybe you might say to yourself, the American people don't care about any of this. Maybe the American people just don't care, but I disagree. I think the American people do care. I think the American people care. I think they think Joe Biden's corrupt. They also think Joe Biden's too old. They also think Joe Biden is uh, is senile. They also think the economy stinks. I think you put all these, these things together, and it's a very, very problematic day for Joe Biden as president. It's very problematic. He's the brand. And, you know, people may tolerate corruption if they're making a lot of money. As they turn around, they go, ah, you know what? I mean, what the heck? They're all corrupt. But when you're hurting personally, you hear that the president was an enabler, was making all this money using his name, using his office. That's when people start to say, this is too much. And I think this is just rude. I think it's rude, quite frankly, that you're enriching yourself. And here I am struggling with my family. Tony Bobulinski's testimony today may be ignored by the so-called corporate media. But then again, there's so many different outlets now for people to get the message across that maybe it doesn't matter what the corporate media covers anymore. There's a reason why Joe Biden's poll numbers are as bad as they are. There's a reason for this. And obviously what the reason is, is because people understand and can see with their own eyes what's happening. All of these, um, these Biden family associates, 
and all the linkage between Hunter and Ukraine and the Chinese energy conglomerate and then the classified documents and the fact that Hunter probably had access to those classified documents, which is what how he was able to appear smart. You know, the Fredo of the family was able to appear smart before Ukraine because he was using briefings prepared for the vice president prior to his meeting with the president of Ukraine. And Hunter Biden told his, his, his business people, he told them, he said, my dad's going there next week. So let's go. They start paying him money. Joe Biden goes to Ukraine. He demands that the prosecutor just happens to be investigating Ukraine gets fired. That's a big deal. Most people would think that's a big deal. 86% of people think Joe Biden's too old for another term. Joe Biden is too old for another term. But he's also too corrupt for another term. And I think that that's going to come out, too. I think people think that. Remember, the entire point of Joe Biden's presidency, his campaign in 2020, was kind old man in the basement. Kind old man in the basement who's not going to do mean tweets. And that's what America was looking for, apparently. You know, they'd had it with Trump. They'd had it with all of his comments. And they just wanted some civility and normalcy. And now people are turning around and going, there's nothing civil or normal about any of this. And as all this comes out and you keep thinking about the poll numbers in the states that matter, not the national polls, but the states that matter. And you look at all these things and you say to yourself, how does he how does he catch up? Stock market's having the worst day in history. Consumer price index is up again on everything, including food. And once again, Americans are struggling with this. The White House is trying to say, oh, no, the economy is great. You just got to wait. You just got to wait. You'll see. Oh, you'll see with your own eyes. Don't you worry. It's going to be good. It's going to be okay. And I also believe that people have a hard time with all this foreign money going overseas. I really do. And that's the big story of the day today brought to you by my buddy, Dr. Mike Venaria, VenariaDental.com. Go see him today for your perfect smile. You deserve a beautiful smile, and Dr. Mike Venaria will give it to you. I don't think the American people like the idea that $95 billion of our money is going overseas again. There's a lot of problems here in this country, and I think people just think to themselves, couldn't that money be used here? And with the bulk of that money going to Ukraine— and then they keep hearing about how this is the most consequential vote they've ever had to do. And they, they just have to do this. And I don't know. I think people turn around and go, no, enough, enough already. I think the American people are not as stupid as the media thinks that they are. And I think we sometimes forget that people are smarter than we give them credit for in many cases as well. And I think they know what's happening, and I think they turn around to themselves and they say, how is it that we're struggling and this money's going overseas and this guy got rich off of using his office and enriching himself, and now he's too senile to even appear in court? And they turn around and they see how the way that Trump's getting attacked every single day by some legal vicinage somewhere. I think people are more savvy than we give them credit for, and I think that they have a problem with all of this. I really do. You know, they see these um, illegal immigrants beating up cops and then walking down, giving the finger as they you know, as, as, as they go to get, you know leave and run away. I don't think they like it. I think they see what's happening at the border with their own eyes. I don't think they like it. I think it's very easy to think that we're the only ones talking about this stuff, but I don't think that's the case. As I always tell you with the whole issue of uh, transgender athletes, for example, you know, Woke corporations would have you believe that, yeah, you know, everybody loves the idea of a biological male competing against a, a girl in, in college swimming or whatever. No, they don't. Suburban moms and suburban dads, whether they voted for Trump or not, they don't like it. I'm telling you that. They don't like it. 
we have to remember sometimes that more people think like we do, they're just silent. I mean, this, the phrase silent majority is a cliche, but it's a cliche for a reason. And the reason is because it's true. People are just afraid to speak out in many cases because the the vitriol that comes after them, I mean, the bots and everything else, the way that they're attacked, and also, too, because they just don't want to get canceled from their job. You know, they have to hushed whispers in the workplace. They're just afraid. But they see what's happening, and they know what's happening. Here's Biden, uh, who says today, for Republicans in Congress who think they can oppose funding in Ukraine, history is watching. Well, guess what? The voters are watching, too. And the voters don't want this, which is why Trump has such a massive lead over Nikki Haley, who's the candidate that does, by the way. Take a listen. The bill provides urgent funding for Ukraine so it can keep defending itself against Putin's vicious, vicious onslaught. We've all seen the terrible stories in recent weeks. Ukrainian soldiers out of artillery shells, Ukrainian units rationing rounds of ammunition to defend themselves, Ukrainian families worried that the next Russian strike will permanently plunge them into darkness or worse. This bipartisan bill sends a clear message to Ukrainians and to our partners and to our allies around the world. America can be trusted. America can be relied upon. And America stands up for freedom. We stand strong for our allies. We never bow down to anyone, and certainly not to Vladimir Putin. So let's get on with this. Remember, the United States pulled together a coalition of nearly 50 nations to support Ukraine. We unified NATO, expanded it. We can't walk away now. That's what Putin's betting on. He's, he just flatly said that. Supporting this bill is standing up to Putin. Opposing it is playing into Putin's hands. As I've said before, the stakes in this fight extend far beyond Ukraine. If we don't stop Putin's appetite for power and control in Ukraine, he won't limit himself just to Ukraine. And the cost for America and our allies and partners is going to rise. For Republicans in Congress who think they can oppose funding for Ukraine and not be held accountable, history is watching. History is watching. History is watching. Failure to support Ukraine this critical no, if you say it three moment times, will never it makes be it true. forgotten. Uh, if you say it three times, it makes it true. History is watching. History is watching. History is watching. Now, think of how much Nikki Haley sounds like Joe Biden. I really, I mean this. Think, think of, and that you understand exactly why the the establishment would be fine with a Nikki Haley presidency. Here's Nikki Haley talking about NATO, and I want you to think if you can hear the way that she's completely destroyed her own argument about why we have to stop Putin now. Take a listen. It's important for Joe Biden and Congress to tell the American people why they should care, to give them the other side. And you don't hear that. The other side is that NATO's been a 75-year success story. We have not had war in the region. And if you look, Russia has never invaded a NATO country. They've invaded Georgia. They've invaded Ukraine. They've invaded Moldova. So we want to make sure that, yes, do we want NATO to pay more? Of course we do. But the last thing we're going to do is side with a... We're side with a thug like Putin. The clip gets cut off at the end for some reason, but side with a thug like Putin. Now, if if Putin's never invaded or attacked a NATO country before, but the argument is he won't stop in Ukraine, he will then go into NATO. Haven't you just completely canceled out your argument? You start there by saying the strength of NATO is that we've ne- Putin's never attacked a NATO country. 
And then you turn around and say, but we have to stop Putin because if he goes through Ukraine, he's then going to start attacking NATO countries. But you just said he's never attacked a NATO country. So why would he? Your argument is he doesn't because he's afraid of NATO. But now you're telling us that he's not afraid of NATO and he's going to keep attacking NATO countries. He's going to start attacking NATO countries, I should say. So which is it? Which is it? And if really, if truly, if that's the case, if that's the case where Vladimir Putin needs to be stopped now, because finally, for the first time ever, he's now going to start attacking NATO countries. So we have to stop him now before it's World War Three and American blood is spilled. Then should shouldn't Congress pass a resolution to that fact? Shouldn't they debate that and come up with a conclusion that you have to stop Vladimir Putin no matter what? It, it, it is in America's absolute imperative because sending them these little piecemeal checks clearly isn't doing it. So if that is the case. Shouldn't Congress have to debate that, pass a resolution and say, yep, we are hell bent on stopping Vladimir Putin no matter what it takes. He cannot be allowed to win Ukraine. And if that's the case, then we got a we got a whole other conversation to have, which is how do we do it? Because just sending them checks and munitions certainly doesn't seem to be doing it, especially because that money gets laundered. But you see, I don't believe that they really think that. I think that that's how they're playing us. I think they know that Putin's not going to go and attack NATO because they just said as much. On the one hand, NATO's the greatest thing ever because it's kept Putin at bay. On the other hand, Putin's going to roll right into NATO. So then what's the point of NATO? Ah, you see how they wind up stepping on their own argument, these people? It's amazing. Rand Paul put it best, though, when he said this is a giant finger to the American people. I'll share that with you as well as the show continues. It is a busy, busy Tuesday. Stocks fall and hotter than expected inflation data. Worst day so far for the year for the stock market. We'll have all that covered for you and more. Plus, Bill Maher tells woke celebrities who threaten to leave the country, get out. We're coming right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Zioli Show on your schedule from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. Ah, there it is. Okay. Family. I was wondering, Henry. There you go. I always wonder, you know, where you're coming from with the return music. You always nail it. I just got to wait. I got to figure it out. I wasn't even going that deep. I was just... (laughs) You're talking about war, going to war. This song is oh. about war. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about Biden's family. That works out, too. Your family, so. or that Biden is a zombie, literally a walking yeah, you zombie. Yeah, know what? All these, I, I, you know what? I thought I thought of all these when I played this song, actually. Yeah, yeah. All, just all the above. Yeah, all of them. Well done. Thank you. You're welcome. Excellent. Uh, 855-839-1210 is a number if you'd like to weigh in today. Everything we are chatting about. Uh, we're going to talk to EJ and Tony about the state of the economy a little bit later in the show, but inflation is still a thing and it's not going away anytime soon. So there you go. And tomorrow's Valentine's Day, so you're probably going to be paying more for chocolates and flowers because you're paying more for everything. The consumer price index is heating up in a big, big way. But let's think about something real quick now. As we, uh, as we think about your money going overseas, $95 billion of this of your money going overseas right now as we speak, right now in this moment going overseas. And you think about this notion that we have to stop Vladimir Putin because if we don't stop Putin, history will judge us because, you know, he's the next Hitler and he's going to roll into NATO and roll into Europe. And then why isn't Europe then paying their NATO bills? I mean, it just seems to be an obvious question. If you it's, think about the mafia in the terms of the old days with the neighborhood protection, you know what I mean? They'd come into they come into the neighborhood and they'd say, "All right, you got to give us a two percent vig, and you know nothing will happen to your store. Uh, you'll be good." And there's a great scene in The Sopranos where they go to collect money from a coffee shop, and the guy says, "We're owned by a corporation now. I can't just give you money. Every every dollar has to be approved by corporate." And the two guys leave and just kind of shake their heads as if you know this is a sign of the changing of the neighborhood. All these corporate coffee shops coming in versus the little mom and pop stores, which you know you pay a little money for a little neighborhood protection. You don't have to worry about nothing. Nothing would happen. There'd be no fire, no theft, nothing. If you didn't pay, though, well, you know, then things would happen. Kind of the concept of NATO, but you got to pay. You got to pay your VIG, and then nothing will happen if you don't pay. So I guess my question is, how come all these European countries are not paying their 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 VIG, their neighborhood protection fee, if they're so worried about Putin? And the countries that I, le- I read you the list who aren't paying, the, the most of them aren't, include France, the Netherlands, Norway, Denmark, Germany, Spain. Uh, aren't they worried? And if they're not worried... What does that tell you? Doesn't it tell you maybe this whole thing is a giant fugazi, this whole idea that they're next? Because I would think that if they think they're next, then they got to make right on their neighborhood protection fee. Because Nikki Haley just said it. Putin's never invaded a NATO country. But at the same time, we have to stop Putin because if we don't, well, then if we don't do that, then he's going to invade a NATO country. So I go, huh? So then what's the point of NATO? Well, is it stop Putin from invading? But now you're just telling me that he's going to invade. Nope. Not if NATO's there. 
So we don't have to worry about it. No, you do. Why? Because he'll invade. You just said NATO is the deterrent. Well, yeah, but this time it's different. So then we don't need NATO. No, we definitely need NATO. It just it, the whole argument just turns on its head and you just turn around and you go, all right, you know, I, I, I'm sorry, but um, I'm not buying this. I'm really not buying this. I think there's something else at, at, at play here. And I understand that Republicans love to send our money overseas. And, and, and I get it that people like Mitt Romney and Mitch McConnell and the others love to make sure that the their masters in the defense industrial complex eat. I, I get it. But. What's wrong with Trump saying that NATO countries have to pay? What What's wrong with Donald Trump saying you got to pay your VIG, 2% of your GDP? You want the protection that our neighborhood protection service offers you? Well, then you got to pay. This isn't Batman. They don't do it for free. You know, I mean, I'm just saying, and they have more than enough money. You know, France can afford this. But here's Biden again today lecturing about how, I guess Trump has bowed down to a Russian dictator. I'm not quite sure. I think the only person who ever bowed before was Barack Obama, but that was to a, a Saudi, so don't worry about that. Or was it, uh, was it, uh, I forget, he bowed a few times. Anyway, here's what Biden said today. Take a listen. It's the responsibility of a great nation, and we are a great nation that the rest of the world looks to. And I mean that, the rest of the world looks to us. The stakes were already high for American security before this bill was passed in the Senate last night. But in recent days, those stakes have risen. And that's because the former president has sent a dangerous and shockingly, frankly, un-American signal to the world. Just a few days ago, Trump gave an invitation to Putin to invade some of our allies, NATO allies. He said if an ally didn't spend enough money on defense, he would encourage Russia to, quote, do whatever the hell they want, end of quote. Can you imagine a former president of the United States saying that? The whole world heard it. And the worst thing is he means it. No other president in our history has ever bowed down to a Russian dictator. Well, let me say this as clearly as I can. I never will. For God's sake, it's dumb, it's shameful, it's dangerous, it's un-American. When America gives us word, it means something. When we make a commitment, we keep it. And NATO is a sacred commitment. Donald Trump looks at this as if it's a burden. When he looks at NATO, he doesn't see the alliance that protects America and the world. Sure he does. He just wants the alliance to pay. That's all. All right, thank you, man. He just wants the alliance to pay. I don't think that's unreasonable. It's not bowing down to Putin. He just wants the alliance to pay. And last time around, they paid. What what what's the problem with that? Why why are so many people opposed to the idea that America has to constantly pay for everybody? Why aren't they more opposed to that notion, I should say? And then, you know, it's funny because the uh, so Will Bunch, who writes for the Philadelphia Inquirer, he's their resident lefty lunatic columnist. He uh, he has a piece in the Philadelphia Inquirer today, but his memory and the slow train wreck of American democracy. He says February 8th, 2024 is a date which will live in infamy for America's failures to stop fascism from a corrupt SCOTUS to a broken media. And why is he talking about February 8th? Why that day? To see last Thursday unfold in real time, he says, was like watching the wreck of a slow-moving train with democracy heading like wily Coyote toward a cliff and nobody. Not a Supreme Court bought and paid for by billionaires. 
nor a judiciary too easily gamed by inertia, nor a Congress engineered to produce only gridlock and gibberish, nor a gullible news media lacking backbone, throwing a switch to stop it and the American people, no one bother, get off the couch. And what he's talking about here is when the report came out about Joe Biden's memory, but his memory, when that came out, that was it. It was over at that point. And he even really realizes that fact. He says, later the day came the unexpected bombshell, the final report of the special counsel, Republican Robert Hur, and the classified documents that turned up in Biden's home and private offices, mirroring similar scandals with Trump and his vice president, Mike Pence. Hur did a good job in explaining why Biden, who cooperated with the investigation from day one, was not charged, while Trump, who labored to hide documents from probers, was indicted. But the clearly ambitious GOP prosecutor didn't stop there. Her's lengthy report was littered with over-the-top and seemingly gratuitous commentary about what his team believed about the 81-year-old Biden's memory lapses, explaining at one point it would be useless to try to, to later try POTUS 46 since a jury would see him as a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. It was a sentence that launched a thousand New York Times hot takes, a bumper sticker of stunning cynicism. And, you know, it's funny because if you if you think about it, this special prosecutor, what he came out and said, you know, Joe Biden is a feeble old man with a bad memory at that point, confirming what everybody knows, what everybody believes and what everybody thinks. They they say that that is unacceptable. Well, then the White House can easily deal with that. You know, the White House can turn around and they can say, I got a great idea. We'll put out all of the transcripts for you. So you can read them. We'll give you all the transcripts and make sure that you get full access to everything, all the interviews, all of it. And you can see Biden has a great memory. I mean, he's not a feeble old man and the special counsel's wrong. But why don't they want to do that? How come they don't want to do that? Think about that. Very easy. If they if they really, as, as Karine Jean-Pierre said yesterday, she said, you know what? This guy, this special counsel, Robert Hur, he's not a neurologist. Guy doesn't know about failing brains. Okay. So then if that's the case, then release the transcripts, show us the whole investigation, everything, all of it, put it all out there for everybody. And they won't do that. And the reason why they won't do that is because in in that entire report is Biden's corruption and the links to Ukraine and everything Tony Bobulinski is talking about today before the House Oversight Committee. And they don't want you to know about that. In fact, they're happy that everybody's talking about Biden's memory. They're happy that everybody's talking about Biden being a feeble old man. Think about it. If, if this Republican prosecutor was so hell-bent hell on getting him, why didn't he charge him? He could have charged him, and he could have said, even though a jury may think he's a doddering old fool, I'm still charging him, but he didn't. And yet that's what you keep hearing. You keep hearing from the White House, and you keep hearing from all of Biden's protectors that the special counsel completely was rude and mean to say that Joe Biden had a bad memory. It was just rude. How dare he? Fine. Then release the transcripts of all of the interviews and everything else for everybody to see. But then that shows the corruption. So they want you to talk about Biden's memory. They do. They're fine with that. Rather, they talk about Biden's memory than Biden's corruption. That's the key point. Never forget that this is always it's they're always playing the game with you. Look over here at the shiny object and not over here at this. 
Don't ever forget that point. It's a very important one. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. I had a great day today. I went to Cherry Hill Volvo, took my father-in-law there. He's getting his new XC40. His lease was up, so he's getting the XC40. Beautiful blue color. And I got to see the uh, dealership, which is under a big renovation. Now, Judith Krupnik's dad built that dealership back in the early 1960s, and now they're doing a big renovation on it. But they have great inventory right there for you. And even though they're in trailers right now, working very hard to find you the best incentives possible, that's what they're doing. They're finding you the best incentives. Like, for example, they have one left, one S60 courtesy car left for less than $29,000. It's basically new. It's got less than 5,000 miles on it. Courtesy cars are used for valet service and to take people, you know, loaner car and things like that. So they are in pristine condition. And at Cherry Hill Volvo, you can, you can drive out of there with a beautiful S60, which I've driven. I had that car for five months. I loved it. Super fast, great technology, all the, all the latest safety features for less than $29,000. That's unbelievable. But they have one left in stock, so you better get there. And they have so many other options to choose from, too. And the thing about it is that they pride themselves on really working to find you the absolute best promotions, incentives, and financing that they can. And they will for you. See, Cherry Hill Volvo always goes the extra mile. That's why we're so proud to broadcast live from the studio that Judith Krupnik said, I want the naming rights for the studio. So we broadcast live from the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios. That kind of relationship matters to us, and that's why the relationship with Cherry Hill Volvo should matter to you. Forget all the other Volvo dealers. They are the closest Volvo dealership to Philly and South Jersey, right over the bridge on Route 70 in Cherry Hill, and they are there for you today. Cherry Hill Volvo, where relationships matter. Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. So Catherine Herridge was laid off today. Uh, right before I got on the air today, actually, uh, she lost her job. You know, that, that's a that's a damn shame because she was a fantastic reporter. But uh, she I'm not surprised. She always went up against the uh, intelligentsia and she always went up against the, the corporate media and their narrative. And that's a real problem. That's a real problem for them because obviously CBS is supposed to be, you know, part of the dark, unholy triad of the corporate media, big tech and the government. So. Um, for example, she tweeted out yesterday at 5.51 p.m. that uh, the Judiciary GOP, GOP Oversight Ways and Means Committee, the committees require the Biden interview transcript, the Biden-her interview transcript. There is concern that President Biden may have retained sensitive documents related to specific countries involving his family's foreign business dealings, and they want this stuff by February 19th. So she was a dog with a bone really going after things and by far the best at cbs there's nobody like her at cbs no question about it she was also embroiled in a first amendment um lawsuit and i'll share this with you so several cbs news reporters were caught up in layoffs at paramount global that claimed 800 jobs including one who was embroiled in a high stakes first amendment fight another was reportedly weathered hr probes over his workplace behavior katherine herridge an award-winning senior correspondent whose First Amendment case is being closely watched by journalists nationwide was among the hundreds of employees at CBS parent Paramount who got pink slips on Tuesday. Insider says Herridge, who clashed with a CBS News president named Ingrid Cyprian Matthews, a sharp-elbowed executive who was investigated in 2021 over favoritism and discriminatory hiring and management practices, as revealed by The Post. CBS News' Washington Bureau, where Herridge covered national security and intelligence, was hit particularly hard. 
And uh, Jeff Pegues, who also weathered HR probes, including an alleged incident when she dressed down a female colleague in a 20-minute rant, he lost his job as well. Um, but but for Catherine Herridge in particular, this was a this was this is really bad because she faces heat for not complying with U.S. District Judge Christopher Cooper's order to reveal how she learned about a federal probe into a Chinese American scientist who operated a graduate program in Virginia. And she soon may be held in contempt of court for not divulging her source for an investigative piece she penned in 2017, back when she worked for Fox News. And she could be ordered to personally pay fines that could total as much as $5,000 a day. The scientist, Yang Pin Shen, who had been investigated for years on suspicions she may have lied on immigration forms related to work on a Chinese astronaut program, has since sued the government, saying details about the probe were leaked to damage her reputation. She pushed the court to hold Herridge in contempt and make her personally pay daily fees, which could range from $500 to $5,000. Last August, the judge ruled that Chen's need for, for evidence overcomes Herridge's qualified First Amendment privilege. First Amendment advocates have pushed back, arguing that journalists can perform their public service function only if they are able to protect the identities of their confidential sources. So here you have this Chinese scientist who was investigated. All kinds of suspicions. She may have lied on forms related to her work for China, lied to the United States of America about it. And Catherine Herridge is saying, I'm not telling you who my source is. I'm standing firm here. I'm not going to tell you who my source is. And I say good for her. But the real reason she's gone is that she would not just parrot the narrative that CBS wanted. You know, she would she would she would challenge them. She would tell you things and report on things that sometimes it blow my mind when I would see what she said and go, wait a second, that's Catherine Harris from CBS, right? How long is CBS gonna put up with this? And sure enough, today's the day when they said enough is enough with, with her. So we'll have more on that for you as the show unfolds today. we got a lot. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Big 4 o'clock hour straight ahead. Don't go away. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Oh, 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 oh,